It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. For House of Cars. It's Tuesday, January 11th, 2021. I'm, no, it's 2022. It is 2022. Good catch, Beckler. Shauna's away today. She started her cat skiing trip. She'll be back on Monday, so I'm with you for the rest of the week. I also started uh, hosting a show at our sister station in Red Deer this week, so it's been a bit hectic for me. I've been running back and forth between two different studios here and trying to get two different shows on the air, so I, hopefully this entertains you. I felt a bit off today. We'll see, but there's some good stuff on here. We're going to talk about looking like like celebrity lookalikes. An ancient skullet. This is from a friend of the show. I hadn't heard of this one before. I have a conspiracy involving this radio station. A misheard lyric, one of the best misheard lyrics I've heard in a while. There's a little bit of COVID talk. And we're also going to address, I, I meant to talk about this yesterday, but uh, Mark and Millions, who hosted our afternoon show, Friday was their last day. And there's all kinds of questions as to what happened, where they went, where everyone's going. So I'll talk a bit about that in the middle section of this podcast. But first, it's my wife, McKenna. She's back. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You just heard the X929 morning news, but with Shauna away, you're also going to get my wife's version of the X929 morning news. McKenna's. She says, I'm back and I'll be here throughout the week. Get ready for all the hottest gossip and important news in the world. In Bachelor news, Clayton is this year's newest Bachelor with his season starting up last week. He placed sixth on previous Bachelorette Michelle Young's season. Since I wasn't airing my news segment when Michelle's season ended, and I don't think I gave any ending spoilers this past year, in brackets, I usually look up the spoilers before the show even starts, but I haven't yet with Clayton's season. Maybe tonight, who knows? I am pleased to inform you that Michelle picked Nate in the end, and they are still happily together. I messaged them for a comment, but there was no response. Ha 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 ha. Clayton seems to only like blondes, since that's what most of the girls on his season are. Maybe I should have went on there. Melissa and Riley, who found each other and got engaged on last season of Bachelor and... More Bachelor news. Bachelor in Paradise have now seemed to have broken up. Melissa seems to have deleted all her pictures of him on her Instagram, and now Riley has been posting some not-so-happy tweets. This is sad news, as they were a huge fan favorite. Okay, this has been a trend for a long time now, but I think it still has some steam in it, so I'm going to make this year's new and hot breakfast item overnight oats. This is the news. There's literally so many variations that you can make this. Plus, it's yummy and super easy to whip up. Anytime I go on my TikTok, I swear I get like half of them that are showing me how to make different types of overnight oats. They must know I like them or something. Overnight oats, people. Try them. And then in brackets, I want to put DM me after this if you want some recipes, but I don't know if that's weird or not. Ha 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 ha. And now you're informed, I guess. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I just want to play you a clip here if I can. This is from uh, a show called Canada Land. It's an independent uh, media outlet. I guess it's a podcast, essentially, but they also do journalism here in Canada. And it started off as a media criticism podcast. And it's I try to consume uh, news from all across the political spectrum, whether I agree with it or disagree with it. And I was very surprised to hear this sort of talk on this podcast. But the host is specifically talking about how the media is reporting case counts. You're still seeing case counts as like the big COVID number. And even this morning when I was trying to write the news, I opened up some different, you know, news outlets to see what was being talked about. And it was just that 17,000 new cases reported in Alberta over the last three days. And I've said before, I don't know why that's the number that we are so 
fixated on still. And that's essentially what the host was saying here. And I'm just going to, uh, I'll just pick up from there. I think that it's just been completely wrongheaded at this stage of the game for that to be the key number that we give people every day. That's the big number that, you know, and, and, I, and I actually have seen some media move that to like the last number they report, which I think is positive. But I do feel like that's a major contributor to the fear-mongering. And I think that that fear-mongering was based on a concept that we need to make people afraid so they take this seriously. And how much more seriously can we take this? Who are you talking to? You're talking to the people who did all the things. The people who are reading this are the people who were online trying to get a vaccine, who, you know, homeschooled their kids, and who accepted the limitations to our rights, right? Mm -hmm. At a certain point, it's just this, like daily needle in your skull of be afraid, be afraid, be afraid, and that has health consequences. That last part right there is where I really agree with him. The needle in your skull of be afraid and the health consequences that has. I know people personally who, despite doing all the things they were supposed to do, getting vaccinated, taking the proper precautions, wearing their masks, are still just terrified. Like people who have barely left their houses over the last two years. And it's not always the people that I would have expected. It's not people who I thought would have been susceptible to to being so afraid. Like, these are people who were adventurous and had a real zest for life before this. And they seem to have kind of lost it. And I'm hoping that that is one of the things that we can recover if we start to move out of this, especially for people like that. But it's going to be tough if they're focused on the news and those big numbers every day. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Okay, this is really stupid, but... <laughs> Our last chat was a little more serious, so we'll lighten it up a bit here. This is a, f- a friend of mine I was talking to on the weekend, and I don't know how this song came up, but he's like, I bet I can ruin this song for you. The song is uh, Destiny's Child, Independent Women. Do you know that song? It was uh, on the Charlie's Angels soundtrack in 2000. Oh, the women independent. Oh, you know that one? He's like, listen to the part right before the chorus, where she's listing off all the things that she bought. But instead of where she says, it's like all I have ever heard is I farted. I farted. He says, once you hear it, you'll never unhear it again. It's always just I farted. Which really has nothing to do with the things that she bought by herself. <laughs> do you hear it? The funny thing is, like, they're still independent women. They're just they're gonna blow ass whenever and wherever they want, and they don't need no man to approve of it. The BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. Welcome to Conspiracy Corner, your platform for outlandish conspiracy theories. I'm Beckler. Today's conspiracy theory is a little bit different because it has to do with this radio station. It's coming from inside the building. So if you listen to this station a lot, you'll know that Matt Berry is our music director. And Matt is constantly trying to get more people to join what we call the music advisory panel and take the survey on the music that we play because he's looking for more feedback on how to build the playlist, which songs you like, which songs you don't like. If you follow us on social media, you have seen Matt's memes begging you to take the survey. Well, right now, there's a there's a song on the playlist that I really don't like. And I, I don't have to name the song again. I think I did the other day. But uh, if you like it, I don't want to ruin it for you. But I've gotten a few messages from other people who are like, yeah, I don't like that song either. And this guy texted me yesterday. He's like, this is a stinker. 
And I said, yeah, it reminds me, I got to take the music advisory panel and vote it down. And then it hit me. What if Matt Berry drops the odd, I'm not going to say bad, but controversial song into the playlist just to keep us on our toes, just to make sure that we do remember there is a way to have our say on the playlist, and that is the music advisory panel. Because when I said that, I was like, ah, that is how you motivate people to take the music advisory panel survey. You play a stinker of a track. I don't know if this is true or not. I haven't had a chance to talk to Matt. I haven't seen him in a few days since this hit me. But I was like, this would this would make sense. I used to work at a radio station years ago, and every once in a while we'd throw a, a, a very controversial, very polarizing track on the playlist, and my boss called them reaction songs because he said, love it or hate it, you're going to get a reaction out of people. I was like, huh, I wonder if that's what Matt is doing with regards to the music advisory panel. Matt Berry? psychological mastermind is it possible on the plausibility scale how many courtney loves out of 10 does this one get i'm gonna have to talk to matt before i really dial this in but i'm thinking it is possible i'm gonna give it 14 courtney loves out of 10 in 20 minutes or less podcast. I mentioned this briefly in the the sports news this morning, but the Flames are supposed to host the Senators on Thursday, which would be one of the only games played in Canada in many, many weeks. I think the Leafs have played a couple at home, but in front of no fans. The Senators were supposed to be in Edmonton last night, but that one was postponed. It's not entirely clear to me which games are postponed due to COVID outbreaks on the team, like due to too many players being in COVID protocol and which ones were due to attendance restrictions here in Canada. Like, I know the Oilers had a bunch of guys in COVID protocol, so I think that was the reason for last night's postponement. I know McDavid was in COVID protocol recently again. I I read a comment on Facebook just buried deep somewhere uh, where this woman said that Connor has tested positive for COVID like three times. And the way she worded it, I don't know if it was, if she meant like three tests with this bout of COVID or... Did he have COVID before? But I was like, who gets COVID? I can't be right. Who gets COVID three times? I'm running with it, though. Uh, look at this, Connor McDavid. How many times this kid going to get COVID? Should probably just start calling him Connor McCovid at this point. Hey, you know who could skate like the wind and never got COVID? Bobby Hall, good Canadian kid out of Belleville, didn't wear the visor, and oh boy, can he shoot. All right, support the troops. Let's go. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. The other day we were going through the drive-thru. Whenever, we, whenever we're out, McKenna always wants a coffee from Tim Hortons, so we always go through the drive-thru, and she often says to me, right when I get to the box, do an accent. She wants me to use an accent, and I, <laughs> I, I usually don't. But this time I was like, okay, maybe I'll do Don Cherry. I'll take Don Cherry through the Tim Hortons drive-thru, which I did, and I filmed it, and it's on it's on my TikTok. It's on X's Facebook page as well. It's funny, lots of the comments on there, people don't think it sounds very much like Don Cherry. And I didn't, like, I wasn't fully yelling because I didn't want to, like, hurt the ears of the woman who was working the drive-thru. But I still, it sounds kind of like my Don Cherry impression. So if you think it's a good one, it sounds like that. But I'll probably play the audio of of that for you later this week. But Don already appeared once on the show today. So go watch that video if you care. 
I meant to bring this up yesterday when Shauna was here, but the question I've been getting the most in the last few days is where is everybody going at the radio station? Friday was the last day on the air for Mark and Millions, Mark Michaels and Caitlin Millions. They've hosted X Afternoons for the last three or four years at least here, and they announced that Friday was their last day, so they had their last show. We all said goodbye to them, and on their farewell video, and even in some of the messages that I've been getting, there's all these conspiracy theories about what must be happening at the radio station because of the amount of turnover that we've had lately. And it's true, we've seen some change here lately, like, of course, if you go back... I guess four years now, Tyler and Lynch moved to Vancouver and then Shauna and I took over the morning show. But also, like, Angela went to Vancouver. Our boss, Christian, went to Vancouver. Uh, Alex Carr was recently no longer on the air here. And now Mark and Millions are no longer on the air here. And people are wondering what's going on at the radio station that this is happening. And where are Mark and Millions going? That I can't say. Uh, They'll announce that when they are ready to. That's not really my news to share with you. But what I'll say is basically, when people leave here, it's generally because they got a good opportunity somewhere else. Like, all this stuff about how the station must be falling apart because everyone's leaving, that's just not true. It's the same here as it's been always here since I started X. We have a new boss, and he's been great so far, but in radio, there just aren't that many jobs. Think about this industry compared to basically any other industry. Like, pick, pick a job. You're an electrician. How many electricians are there in a given city? How many teachers are there? How many nurses are there? How many truck drivers are there? There just aren't that many radio jobs. So when an opportunity comes up, especially if it's an opportunity to move to a bigger show, a bigger city, a place where you're going to make more money and reach more people, kind of have to take it because it might not come up again for a while. So that's kind of always been the, the story with this radio station is that they hire good people and they let them be themselves and then other people hear that and they hire them away and give them great opportunities so that's happened a few times recently and i just wanted to dispel any any rumors that things are bad here at the station and that's why people are leaving no people generally i think have a hard time leaving this place and i know if i ever left i would have a hard time leaving this place because it is such a cool place to work and the fact that the audience gets so upset whenever someone leaves i mean means a lot it it really does the fact the worst thing for someone in our position is if you left and nobody noticed (laughs) if people just didn't care so the fact that people were pretty broken up about you know everyone who i mentioned leaving means that you you care you're invested in this radio station so thank you for that vns in 20 minutes or less You love your car. Bet you'd love lower interest and lower payments, too. Refinance your auto loan with House of Cars and love the freedom of having more money in your pocket. Visit HouseOfCarsCalgary.com. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So I told you I've been mixing in the odd non-alcoholic beer just for for health reasons, for calorie reasons, to cut back on the alcohol. I've been doing this for a couple months now. And I was having one with supper the other night, and uh, my son Bo, he's seven, he says to me, can I have a sip? And in the past, I've given them like a small sip of the beer I was having, and they hate it. Like, this is disgusting. So Bo, uh, so Bo was like, this one's non-alcoholic. Sure, have a sip. So Bo had a sip, and uh, he was like, oh, that's not too bad. And he's like, can I have one? And I said, no. But then I thought about it, and I was like, why not? You know, <laughs> It's kind of, I mean... I thought this recently, too. I have a friend on Instagram who's a nurse, and they were working on New Year's Eve because they were working the night shift, and they all had, like, non-alcoholic spirits on their break, and they were, like, cheersing and celebrating the New Year's, these, you know, hard-working healthcare workers. And I was like, that's odd to see, like, cheersing in a hospital like that, but it's non-alcoholic, so 
Why not? Like, you could have a non-alcoholic beer in your car and drive around, couldn't you? But nobody would ever do it because it just seems like it seems weird, doesn't it? Just like it would be weird to see a kid drinking a one of these Budweiser Zeros or the Budweiser Prohibition, whatever they're called. That's what I was having. And I was like, really? There's nothing wrong with it. There's no alcohol in it. Just, I guess maybe you don't want to encourage the kid to start drinking beer when he's seven, whether it's alcoholic or not. Go to a sleepover and crush a six-pack of non-alkies. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So you're probably aware that Shauna and I love scullets. We love them so much. I've got a burgeoning scullet myself. We were talking on the show recently about how back in, like, biblical times when there wasn't a barber on every corner... There must have been a lot of scullets, like when men just wore their hair longer. Like, I don't think male pattern baldness is new. Must have been scullets everywhere. Friend of the show, Courtney, sent me a photo, and I'd completely forgotten about this, but for thousands of years in Manchuria, in Asia, people have worn a hairstyle called a queue. And if you saw it, you'd probably know it, but it's, it's shaved at the front, and then the hair's growing long at the back, and it's braided. And, I mean, there's all kinds of cultural significance to this hairstyle. Like I said, dating back thousands of years. Uh, but it is basically like an ancient Chinese skullet. A deliberate one. Not because the hair has stopped growing, but because people deliberately shaved the front of their heads. Look at that. That is remarkable. That's got to be probably the oldest skullets around, I would think. Or at least the oldest evidence of skullets. In fact, during I, I read during the Qing Dynasty... Um, Males were forced, like males under under Qing rule, were forced to wear this hairstyle. It was essentially like a, a like a mandated cue. It was a mandated skullet. How do you think we would react today to government mandated skullets? B and S in twenty minutes or less. You know it's an underrated workout. Going for a skate at the outdoor rink, especially if you're the type of person who doesn't like a traditional workout. If you don't want to be just in a, on a treadmill or in a gym or going for a run. Skating's just as good, I think. I took the kids out the other day for a skate, and I ripped a couple of laps and some shots on my own. I was bagged. Like, shooting around, it's such a good workout. It's so much fun. And if the data from a fitness tracker can be believed, I think you'll easily burn as many calories going for a skate as you would going to the gym, depending, of course, on the intensity of your skate and or workout. But for the rest of the winter, I think I'm going to, like, break up gym days with a skate at the outdoor ring. They're going to be a bit soft this week, probably, with the weather, but for the rest of the winter, that's my plan. going to try to avoid the peak times because I don't want to be crashing into little kids and stuff. And also, you know, if I'm out there and a scout from the Flames sees me and they think, man, this guy can really fly, we should probably sign him as a free agent. You know, I just, I don't really have time for that right now. You know, between the kids and doing this show, I, I can't be playing in the NHL. It's actually the opposite problem that I have. I remember playing growing up, if there was a heavier kid on the ice, their skate blades would actually make a different sound. They would sizzle a little more. If you played hockey, maybe you know what I'm talking about. But my skates now make that sound. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I don't know how closely you followed the saga of Novak Djokovic and his bid to play in the Australian Open. Um, it's a fairly complicated story. I don't even fully understand it, but the quick version is that he arrived in Australia unvaccinated, but with an exemption to play in the Australian Open because he's already had COVID. But then his visa was revoked when he landed and he was detained at the airport. And then yesterday there was a court case and a judge reinstated his visa. But it could still be revoked by the immigration minister, apparently. 
But as of right now, it looks like he's going to play in the tournament uh, where he's seated number one. And this is a decision that is no doubt going to piss some people off. You know, I ventured into the comment section uh, on this story, on a few of these stories, actually, which I, you always do at your own peril, but I I like reading the comments. I don't know. It's a it's a crutch of mine. Um, and the backstory, to understand like kind of the sentiment I was reading in the comments, you kind of need to know what was happening in Australia. So over the course of the pandemic, tens of thousands of Australians have been stranded overseas uh, due to caps on people returning to the country. And they only began to return in larger numbers in certain states at the beginning of November. So when I was reading through the comments, keeping that in mind, a very common sentiment seemed to be that, like, this guy is going to get an exemption because he's a rich tennis star. Well, there are thousands of Australian citizens who can't get back into the country. That was kind of the the gist of the comments that I was reading. And when I read those, I was like, it sounds to me like your issue might be with the Australian government and the harsh measures that they have enacted there, not not this Serbian dude who plays tennis. The other question I have is, like, when is the last time we we cared about tennis this much? Like, in Canada, probably when Leila Fernandez was in the final of the U.S. Open? Like, we're not a big tennis country. We've got some good tennis players, but we're not a country that really pays a lot of attention to tennis. And this Novak Djokovic story is absolutely everywhere. It's on every newscast. I was watching the news yesterday, and they were talking about it for, like, 20 minutes. I heard Novak Djokovic's mom interviewed this morning. I was listening to a newscast. And when I heard from Novak Djokovic's mom, it's like, this is getting wild. Like, it's a Serbian tennis player trying to get into Australia for an Australian tournament. And it's a big story even here in Canada. It's all over the news. Why is that? This makes for a pretty good distraction, right? You keep your attention on Novak Djokovic. You keep your attention on, you know, things like this plane full of influencers from Quebec. And pay no attention to the fact that nobody has any idea what to do next. BNS in 20 minutes or less. I was out to some friends on the weekend, and someone mentioned that another guy at our table, we asked if, he had, if anyone had ever said he looked like Ryan Reynolds before. And he's a very handsome dude. And he was like, no, no one's ever said that, but thank you. And then we all were looking at him like, yeah, I can totally see it. I can see it. I mean, there are, much, there are far worse people to be compared to, looks-wise, than Ryan Reynolds, wouldn't you say? Like how much taller do you think that guy walked for the rest of the evening? I bet he's still floating around. Still floating around here thinking he looks like Ryan Reynolds. And he kind of does. You can really make someone's day if you just, like, pick the hot celebrity that they look the closest to and let them know about it. I guarantee you'll make their day. Just the other day, our producer here asked if anyone ever asked if I looked like Henry Cavill. And I said, no. And uh, she's like, well, you do. And I don't. But it was very sweet. <laughs> it was very sweet of her to say. And damn, if it didn't perk a fella up a little. The key is that you have to pick a good looking celebrity, though. You can't be like, has anyone ever told you you look like Gary Busey? The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So I've mentioned, as you probably know, I have quite long hair. I haven't had a haircut since September of 2018. And nobody dislikes it more than my dad. My dad despises my long hair. He thinks all guys should be clean cut and they should look like they're in the military in the 50s, basically, is how, how a man should look. So this isn't really <laughs> this isn't really working for him. Uh, but he, he tries all these little ways to get me to cut my hair. He's always sending me, like, 
memes about guys with man buns and stuff. Here's one he sent me just recently. He said, I don't know if you ever heard this story, but the Leonard Skinner band in 1977 were in a plane crash. And I actually hadn't heard this story. Maybe you're familiar with it. But it, six people died in this crash, including three from the band. And he said, after the crash, the drummer walked to a farm to get help. And the farmer saw this long-haired guy covered in blood and shot him in the shoulder. My dad says, talk about bad luck that day, but I guess it wasn't his day to die. Lesson, if you are in a plane crash, it may be better to have short hair. Something to think about. <laughs> right. That's the, those are the things that you consider when you decide how you want to look, right? How you want to wear your hair. Because if you wear it long, you might be in a plane crash with Leonard Skinner and get shot by a farmer who just sees you. It's one of his, one of his worst efforts so far. Not cutting it yet. You've been listening to the Beyond S and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. For House of Cars. Until January 15th, enter to have House of Cars wipe out your debt for free. No strings attached. Visit houseofcarscalgary.com. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.